And yes, I got them again. What can I say? I, I just love good. starting it right in the middle of them talking. That was good, man. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> My Welcome, everybody. To, no. Welcome, everybody, to the Friday evening. No. Spooktober. Hey, I got to love Spooktober. Con hour Spooktober. I've come hey, to that conclusion. Oh, I but it has been raining and raining and raining here. I think we've gotten about three inches at least here. I don't know wow. about y'all. I got some. Wasn't bad at work today, but we got a lot around here at home. Yeah, we finally but, got it. We haven't been getting You guys kept saying you had storms. We had nothing until today. Huh. Well, the branches are just falling left and right. Had one actually land right next to me and my wife while we were sitting outside and it hit a flower pot. It was like a gunshot going off. It was like, oh, that would have given jumped. me heart failure. <laughs> oh my goodness. I would have had heart but, failure. We had rain this morning, but now it's like, you know, sunny skies. Sunny skies. But definitely want to welcome our guest here today, Steve Andrino, the costume Monsters actor for need love too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I know people don't recognize me like this. So anybody that's not sure, if you remember original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, that's yes. me. Now, of course, the toy came out before I started doing the show. I was on the show all of seasons <laughs> two and three, but it took me about six months to actually find the toy, the wow. action figure. That's how wow. big they were back then, right from the beginning. Oh, yeah. It, the show took off, and it just got insane. Okay, so I want to open. I have a question, and you are totally allowed to be biased, okay? Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. You guys yeah. are asking me questions? Now, hey, nobody told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, this is super easy though, and it's just because I I'm this way. What was your favorite Power Ranger? You can just tell me the color because honestly, I don't know their names, but colors work really well. <laughs> so, which one was well, here's your favorite, what I, if you had one? Here's what I will say. As the monster I was, I didn't get to work with them very much. Uh-huh. Okay. I wasn't a fighting monster. I don't know martial arts. I didn't have to, you know, do all the karate moves and stuff like that. Nice. Having okay. said the ones I worked, the one I worked with the most, and pretty much every male under the age of 25's favorite was Kimberly, the original Pink Ranger. Oh, I did nice. actually, they need a purple but I one. Did actually, there was no purple one. I said they need one. Well, yeah, well, that's it. You can be the purple. I'm good with um, that. I, I really did Working like when AJ, when Amy Jo Johnson, AJ, the one that played Kimberly, left. They brought on Catherine Sutherland to play Cat, and she started off as a villain. Uh -huh. And, you know, I appreciate that very much. But then they <laughs> then they turned her good, so. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting that answer. I yeah. liked it. That is a good Now, now see, that, that, that's Amy's question of asking, what color Power Ranger should she go to Beaumont? Pretty much. That was what I was talking about. Pink is appropriate for you as well, just from having met you. Um, Purple. Let's say pink is not necessarily, not as, not quite as tall as the rest of them. We'll put it that way. Oh, hey, why you got to bring Hyman? <laughs> hey, Amy, good things, good things come in small packages. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, no, that is true. Wait, you fixed it. Okay, you got yourself out of that hole. Let's, oh, let's be real. My wife's five foot one. I get it. I know. I could wear heels and make it look good. You know, you just never know. 
I'm just playing. No, that would hurt my feet all day. So I don't oh. know about one that's Hi, Stephanie. All for it. Hey, Steph. But I'm still saying we need a purple. I'm just saying. I don't like pink. You and your purples. I think. I think. I think I am gonna get with when they make these these shirts, the hunting shirts, you know, and they've got pink camouflage. I'm like, I'm not hunting flamingos. Why would there be pink on the hunting shirt? I just I don't like pink. I hate it. I am gonna get with Wendell. Yellow, I can do purple. I'm gonna have a Goldar outfit made. Oh, you are. Yes, I'm going to get with Wendell, and we're going to have a Goldar outfit made. Awesome. You saw what Goldar looks like finally? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's basically a dragon, and what can I say? I write fantasy books, so that's just fit for me. For most of season one, he didn't have the wings. When I joined the show at the beginning of season two and Lord Zed took over, one of the things that Lord Zed did from the first episode was give him back his wings. Now, see, I just earned my wings. <laughs> Every time a bell wings, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> oh, so, can that. you explain that monsters need love, too? Because okay. I use that as a hashtag, and I want everyone to understand why I use that as a hashtag. Yes, but can you monsters explain Monsters need love, too. Okay, I will explain it. So, I did a show a couple of years ago, uh, Comic-Con uh, in Pasadena, they did, um, it's called Power Morphicon Express. Power Morphicon is a huge, every other year, Power Ranger only convention in California. It's huh. humongous. I didn't even know there was a thing. They did, they wanted to start trying to bring it around to other parts of the country. So they did a smaller version of the show. And I ended up at the show kind of last minute. Um, and of course, most of the people that go to conventions is it's the Rangers. Everybody wants to see the Rangers. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think because I was a last minute ad, I wasn't actor alley or celebrity alley, if you if you will. I was around the corner. I was really the first booth of artist alley. But when you walked into the con, if you walked in the door on the right, I was the first booth you saw, basically. So I was thrilled with that anyway. And I was seated next to an artist by the name of Matt Frank, who's well known for doing kaiju Godzilla monsters. And then next mm-hmm. to him was a gentleman by the name of Gaz Gretzky, who um, I've become good friends with, who also does Power Rangers and Kaiju, Godzilla-type stuff. And everyone's talking about, oh, I, don't ca- I can't wait to see this ranger. I'm here as they're walking, and I want to see this ranger. And I'm like, hey, you know, the monsters need some love, too. I'm kind of joking around. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? But it, it just kind of stuck with me after that. I just keep saying, you know, the monsters is what made the show to me. And I explain it this way. If you have a monster but no superheroes, no good guys. You have a monster movie. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. a bunch of superhero good guys, cops, whatever, but no bad guy. What do you have? Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. Nothing. There's It'd be no kind of conflict. Boring. There's nothing about it. The monsters are the important part of the show. That's called a rom-com. That's what that's Never called. thought of that. There's no monsters <laughs> yeah. at a rom-com, okay? There you go. <laughs> well, but see, now you got to figure out how to make a monster rom-com. Because if the they monsters need to just, just love two, we got to have them trying to meet each other. A theme of monsters for a Comic-Con. Just completely just monsters and all villains. Like yeah. a villain monster Comic-Con. 
There, again, Ooh, I could tend- totally, I, I could dig that. I could go as like Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, mm-hmm. Scream. Yep. Batman, Boo. Out there. Mm-hmm. Could do it. Chainsaw Massacre guy. I don't know his mm-hmm. name, but we could do it. And that's I mean, there's a lot of really guy. good bad guys out there. Right. They tend to go more horror, like you said. But like I said, I was one of the bad guys that wasn't really a bad guy because I didn't fight them. Um, and it's funny when I talked, one of the, I didn't, the first interview I ever did was with Gaz Gretzky on his channel, Action Activate, if I can shout him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and while we were discussing, they did an episode of their shows, Gaz and Big Dog is his co-host. And they were talking about, they did like the, the D&D alignment chart for Power Rangers. You know, who's mm-hmm. lawful good, who's chaotic evil, who's this mm-hmm. and that. And they started off with True Neutral. And Gaz mentioned that, oh, I think I would say Finster, because Finster was the one that created all the other monsters for original Mighty Morphin. And the thought there was is that Finster didn't really care who he was making the monsters for. He was just an artist and wanted to do his thing. So he didn't care what the pur- purpose was. There's a plenty of episodes where he even told Rita, look, this isn't going to be quite what you think, or this isn't going to do. I don't know if this one's strong enough. You can't use this for too long. So he tried to correct her on a couple of things and she wouldn't listen to him. So he was kind of like, you know what? I'm doing my own thing. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, technically I said, cause I'd come to the realization that squat and Babu, since we were always together, were toddlers. We're like five-year-olds. You know, we're out there. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy's out in the driveway f- fixing the car and we want to help. So how can we help? Well, we're not going to get under there and start, you know, turning bolts and stuff. We, we can hand daddy tools. That's basically what squat and Babu did. We were just, we were the gophers. Go find this. I need you to, you know, the first episode I ever filmed, even though it didn't make the final cut, I was squatting. I were on the beach. We had to dig up and find the evil power coins. So we're there digging Mm. them up. And the first day I'm on set as the monster and I'm being all, yeah, we got, you know, being all evil. And they're like, cut, you haven't watched the show yet, have you? And I'm like, well, no, I just, (laughs) you know, I was on, I was on set as an ex extra you know thursday and friday of last week you told me thursday you were going to call me monday to play the monster tuesday i didn't have really time to, to watch it like well no not that kind of monster think more goofy more silly more yeah i'll do whatever you say but kind of thing so i thought about that and like you know you can't really pin good or evil on a little kid who doesn't have the ability to understand the fully understand the concept of good or evil or lawful or chaotic. Mm-hmm. So we decided that Squat and Babu and Finster, all three, were basically true neutral. We're kind of open slate. If we ended up working for Zordon and Zordon sent us on the missions, we'd all be like, yeah, let's go. Do-. It'd be the same thing. So yes, I played a monster. Yes, I played a villain, but not really. And that's also yeah. why I said, yeah, the monsters need love too. We're not out. I wasn't out to be evil or mean or fighting i was just like i just was on the wrong team and didn't know any better <laughs> it's like they picked you and you just went over <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. okay i'm doing this now okay great like you're gonna turn it down i mean come on uh, well, exactly. no. now with costume acting it's i mean being from texas we understand heat mm-hmm. and you've told us a few stories about heat yes those costumes have really got to be hot. It's basically a bunch of foam rubber with latex paint on top of it. So they do not breathe at all. Yeah. Mm. Now the costume that I wore was the original costume 
from the original Sentai series in Japan. So it sat in a box for however many years before it got shipped over. There were I would a couple imagine of scenes. It smelled lovely. Oh yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> basically, you get you get the set that you have a set of black spandex, you know, from ankles all the way up to put on first. Of course, I had to be in makeup first. First, I had to be in makeup at five thirty a.m. so we could start shooting by seven. Ew. And, mm. and there's times I get there. There's times I'd get there five thirty in the morning, go through makeup, and not get in the camera in front of the camera till after lunch. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. wow. Now I am not a morning person, so I don't know if you want to meet me at 5 30 in the morning. Because <laughs> I don't mean. think I'm gonna have anything nice to say until I've had my coffee. So I mean uh -oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. Like my, my husband coffee. knows not to talk to me until I've been up for at least two hours. Otherwise, I don't I may speak in a coherent sentence after about an hour, an hour and a half, but other than that, just I growl. My coffee's brewing well, here, here, at 5.30. No. <laughs> Here's the worst part of that. Be because Rangers was non-union, they didn't shoot in Hollywood. Yeah. They shot mm. north of Hollywood in a town called Valencia. Anybody that knows Southern California, they were, the studio is about five minutes from Six Flags Magic Mountain. Mm -hmm. I mm. didn't live in L.A. I lived in Orange County. I lived and worked. I worked across the street at the from Disneyland. So it yeah. was a 75 miles one way for me to get to the studio at 530. At 530? I used to leave my house leave? at four o'clock. I left at four o'clock in the morning. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Oh my I know, gosh. I know that Is traffic that out there. Is that even a real time? I mean, seriously? Yes. That traffic out there is horrid. It is. <sighs> it definitely <sighs> is. And never going to get any better. No. It's kind of like the Katy Freeway out here. I tend that way. No, just, no, I don't mind going it's, out that, towards that way on Sundays when I'm going to church, but during the week or no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, no. Mm -mm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes me tired just thinking about it. So what yeah. was your, what was your favorite part of being Babu? My favorite part? Yeah. Besides just doing it, because like I said, by the time I got on the show, I knew everybody knew it was, it was a huge hit. I mean, that's how I even mm -hmm. signed up for it in the first place. So like I kept all my sides, basically what the sides are for people that don't know is when you're filming anything. Yeah. You have a script, you have the script for the whole TV show or the movie, you know, if it's a movie, 120 page script, well, they don't hand, you get the whole script, but when you arrive on set to shoot that day, they have copies of just the scenes you're going to be shooting. So there may be like three different scenes and it may be, you know, a scene from 10 minutes into the movie, a scene from halfway through, and then scene from five minutes from the end. Those could happen to be the three scenes you're shooting the same day. So they just give you the script that relates to those scenes only, what's called sides. So you know what to study up before you get in front of the camera. Is that confusing? No, not at all. No? Not at all. I'm, I'm a chronological person. That's why I'm like, to me, that would <laughs> you, throw my OCD you, off. You and Woody Allen. Woody Allen always wants to shoot his movies beginning to end, but no, you, you expect TV. You can't, there's no way you could do TV chronologically. It's too hard. Yeah. So when, when I would shoot, you know, when I first got the job and was told that it was a regular monster and I was going to be a regular on the show, I said, well, how often do we shoot? They said, we could knock out five episodes, the monster scenes of the five episodes in studio in about two days. Nice. Maybe three. 
Wow. Nice. And then if I needed to be on location, if they needed to be on location, that would just be whatever was on location for that one day. So, um, I mean, the way we were treated by everybody, I enjoyed doing it. it. It was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. You know, I would certainly would have loved to have had that lead to many other things. Mm-hmm. But I got called in to do a lot of other things, other appearances that even the Rangers didn't do. Uh, for example, I got called in one day. They wanted me to appear at the Fox Network Executive Board of Directors meeting at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. For what? They wanted me as a monster. Huh. I was blame. Now again, we're going back. This is 94. So this is before, I'm sorry, this is 95 because we had already gone through the first two, not quite two full seasons. This is when they announced that they were going to be making the movie at at this meeting first. But back in 1995, before we had PowerPoint, we actually had slideshows for presentations. Mm-hmm. They decided, as just to kind of be funny, the guy that was on stage presenting couple of words he said first and says okay let's start the show they had me as a different monster not as babu so that i didn't have to do the face makeup walk in with the slide trays in a monster costume okay. the presenter up on stage says oh no it's and to be honest i don't remember what monster i was playing he ducks behind <laughs> the curtain and a split second later somebody in the power ranger suit comes out and is like you out of here now or it's going you know so he starts doing that like he's getting ready to, to fight me I throw the slide trays up in the air and I run out of the room. That was it. That was the whole day. You were supposed to throw the slide the trays up? Yeah. Well, because oh, okay. they were dummy I'm slide like, trays, I'm, not okay. with the real slide. I'm like imagining yeah, yeah. you doing that and just throwing, I'm like going, oh. <laughs> no, no. They wanted, they said, you know, these are, these are not the slides we're using. Throw them up as high as you can. We want them to kind of spill everywhere and give the execs kind of a, a you know, funny laugh, thrill kind of thing. So I got paid a full day's pay and lunch at the Beverly Hilton Hotel to nice. um, throw slides in the basically air. yeah be in costume for five minutes and Mommy Rella thank you so much I appreciated you uh, giving me my little impromptu interview and I hope to see you at some <laughs> of the cons around here soon. That was a fun Comic Con Comic Con. Right? Yes, it was. Yes. It was wonderful. Well, so what I found out at the show besides being one of the first people to know that they were talk of doing the movie was how much money the show actually made from august of 1993 when power rangers debuted on fox through the end of 1994 so it's about a 17-month period two christmases merchandising grossed over a billion dollars holy that's how big Power Rangers was in that amount of time. I would have never thought it, that. No, everybody no. wanted it. Everybody. <laughs> Power Rangers are still that big. I mean, I remember yeah. my nephew who is, oh man, he's in sixth grade. So what is he? He's like, I don't know, 11, 12. I, I don't know. I get confused. Okay. It's one of those. Right. I think he's, I think he's 12. Okay. No, he's 11. He's 11. Whatever. Anyways, and he like loved them when he was, you know, growing up and stuff. And he still likes them today. I mean, he doesn't like watch them all the time, but like even his mom, right? Who is, you know, my sister, she watches them. I watched them. I grew up watching them. So they're still really big today. Even as big as it was back then, 
nobody, nobody would have thought 25, 26, now 20, going on 28 years later, it would still be, there's no way. Yeah. yeah. I'm Saban, it took, it took Haim Saban five years to get a network to pick it up. He had the rights to the American version of the shows for five years and peddled it to the studios and nobody wanted it. Nobody knew what to do with it. Mm. Uh, but because Fox was coming out with their Fox Kids brand, he had sold them something else. I want a cartoon of some sort. I don't remember exactly what. And they were like, well, what else have you got? And he's kind of like, well, okay, here, here, you know, nobody else has ever wanted it, but here, take a look at it. And they looked at him like, well, it's, you know, it's superheroes, boys and girls, but it's kind of transformery, but it's kind of, yeah, dinosaur. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's try it out and see what happens. And then just because nobody had ever seen anything like it in this country, really. Very nice. Now, from my understanding, you're actually going to be at Beaumont Comic Con with two other Power Rangers. That is in, correct. And two, two awesome weeks. hosts and co-hosts of Con Hour. Yes, two weeks from <laughs> from today. I won't I won't be there Friday night, but I will be there all day Saturday and Sunday, the 16th and 17th. Um, yeah, I was kind of surprised. You know, I was I. First of all, Greg, thank you for introducing me to Clint so I could <laughs> approach him to um, to appear as a guest at the show. I was kind of surprised when I found out then that the other two big guests he got were also Power Rangers. So that was kind of like, whoa, okay, that's I guess we're doing a Power Ranger theme show. Um, but it's nice because, again, I get, get me, who is, you know, an OG, you know, season two and three, they're pretty much from the beginning. And you've got Justin Nimmo, who was from In Space, who was, you know, a few years after that. And now, and then we also got um, Liana, who is the Roxy from Beast Morphers, which just finished up, you know, the last couple seasons. Yeah. So, got a good mix. But definitely. And we definitely look forward to definitely seeing everybody there. And remember, guys, Beaumont, if you want to get your pre-orders for our shirts, talk to us. We're going to be there. And um, with other the costume acting, I mean, when you read the script, because I, you weren't really talking much. So it was just basically descriptions of what you were doing or or what you were supposed to be doing. I still, I still had lines. And what made it difficult for me compared to everybody else, because I had an open face costume. There we and go. I had to have makeup on. I had to actually deliver the lines pretty much as they were written. Because someone's going to come on afterwards and dub over the voice. Because they had a voice actor, obviously, for all the season one before I even you know, came near the costume. Mm -hmm. Everybody else, however, had full faces on. You couldn't see their mouths move. So they <laughs> could be a little different with what they said shall we say <laughs> you know it was kind of a game to see so, let's see if we can make steve laugh this time i was gonna say was there a lot of behind the scenes bloopers on those oh, <laughs> I, I would be that way um, I would be too. what i will say is this the the guy the gentleman that was in lord zed's outfit gentleman by the name of ed neal um he never called finster by the name finster <laughs> he used a different word. It's sort of kind of rhymed. Gotcha. It's not, you know, it's not R-rated. It's more PG-rated. 
unless you're in biology class and we'll leave it at that. Mm. So yeah, it's, I mean, it was always being silly as far as the movement itself. It was hard because I mean, the feet were so much bigger, even though, you know, I, I had to have a certain size shoe to fit the costume. The feet are big, you know, a lot of the monsters, you can't, can't see very well out of the other costumes. So you're literally, you know, you have tunnel vision. You can't look down and see steps. Like they had the steps up to the balcony where Rita would throw her staff or Zed would throw the bombs. You know, those were, it was actual steps up there. And I mean, and it would be, you slide your foot until you hit the riser and okay, I'm on the step. And you. And so if you look at it closely, the movement was very awkward for all of the monsters. I'm yeah. klutzy as it is, so that would not go well with me. I would probably have fall down those stairs more times than I could count. I guess it, I would describe it as maybe trying to ride a horse because you have to spread your legs out far enough so you don't actually step on your own feet. Yeah, that yeah, that happens too. I mean, or you know, you you're used to when you you even when you get up from a chair when you're just in a regular actor, not in a suit actor. Normally, mm -hmm. people get up. You kind of lean forward. You put your head down a little bit. Well, that that doesn't work on camera. You can't do that. So you have to physically go almost straight up. And it's awkward at first until you get used to having to do that just because it needs to look good on camera. So that feels like it could hurt the back. So doing yeah, things. Yeah, I would think so. It kind of like you know, I'm trying to stretch my back thinking about it. <laughs> I got a stretch That's now. A subliminal <laughs> message makes you want to go. Now, what was more fun about being in costume, as I said, it was the original costume from the Japanese Sentai show. Because it was, the costume was so old, they used to have to make the costume camera ready the night before. Basically, camera oh, ready wow. means it looks good to, fit, to be in, filmed in front of the camera. They would patch it, patch any of the rips and tears and paint over it and freshen up the paint every night before I was going to get into it. Wow. Now, one particular time we were on location at Griffith Park, they had patched a hole in the right wrist and they had patched it a little too much. The whole mm. costume was one piece except for the head and the feet shoes. So I had to step into it from the back, stick my arms all the way through, my fingernails are on the end, somebody zips up the back of the costume. I'm stepping in the costume the first time that day. I have to force my right hand into the costume because the patch is too tight. And I said, mm. hey, guys, just heads up. When it comes time to take the costume off, yeah. probably going to rip because I'm going to have to force my hand back out of it. And they're like, okay, great. Thanks for telling us you're not getting out of the costume until we're done for the day. Okay. Now, like see, the female in me <laughs> <laughs> thinks about that. And think about oh, yeah. the bathroom, and I'm like, how do you get in and out of that to go to the bathroom? Well, that was the first thing I said, guys, you know, what if I have to go to the bathroom? They're like, well, try not to. But <laughs> if you do have to. So you had to dehydrate oh, every well, day or what? They said, just, it was just for the one day. They said, because we can't have you pulling your wrist out and ripping it because we have no way to fix it on location. We don't have, you know, can't go run down to the, to the prop room or the artist people and say, hey, quick, patch it again real quick. There was no way to do that. So I basically, they would unzip the back. I would kind of hunch my shoulders forward, and they had a big fan blowing on me anytime I wasn't in front of the camera. And again, it's outside. It was about 80 degrees, so, you know, a little warm for L.A., Not certainly not Houston humid, no. but 
in the costume, it's about 25, 30 degrees hotter. So it's like 100-something degrees in the costume. Mm -hmm. Okay, so bad enough, I got to sit there. I can't, you know. And now you can't go to the bathroom. Can't go to the bathroom. <laughs> Lunchtime comes. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, no. The, the hand on the costume, the fingers were about this long. I couldn't pick up a knife and fork or spoon to feed myself. Oh, no. So I'm like, okay, guys, now what? I said, what am I supposed to do with this? I can't. They're like, get one of the PAs to help you. Oh, you needed like hazard pay for that. I literally had somebody feeding, cutting my food and feeding it to me. Oh my gosh. Because I oh, stuck wow. yeah, yeah, you would you needed hazard pay for that day. That goodness. Yeah. Yes. That that would be nice. Except uh, they probably didn't give them hazard probably pay. Not. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> what what I got paid back in the day, and I'll as a what they call background or an extra. You know, the kids in the hallway or the kids in the juice bar in the background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Back then, extras got what was called 40 over eight, meaning you got $40 for eight hours. But it's an eight-hour minimum. You show up for set and they said, oh, sorry, Greg, Amy, CJ, we don't need you guys today. Go home. You still got your 40 bucks. You Waiters. still got your pay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> out. You ain't got to tell me twice. I'm over here for an hour. All right. I'm California law says anything over eight hours is going to be overtime, even if it's the first day of the week. So hours nine and 10 is time and a half. Mm. Hours 11 and 12 is double time. Anything over 12 hours is triple time. So Goodness. you work a 14, 16-hour day on set, which happens sometimes. Even as an extra, you're making okay money. Once they picked me to be in the costume, I became what was called a special extra. Oh. Because I needed a special costume or makeup, and even though I delivered lines, I didn't get credit for that. They had a voiceover because I was mm -hmm. had to do something more than just show up in jeans and a t-shirt and walk down a hallway. I got special extra pay, which was 75 over eight. So it worked out to like nine something an hour, which well, wasn't bad. It's about what I was making on my regular job mm -hmm. that I would just mm -hmm. take off for and do sick days and vacation days. And then finally unpaid days. Cause I didn't want to work in a mailroom for the rest of my life, but I would have acted for the rest mm -hmm. of my life had the opportunity arisen. So I was doing that, you know, a 14-hour day doing that, which happens, is some good money. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you realize there's a catering truck on site that feeds you breakfast and lunch. They pack up and leave after lunch, but if you're working real late, PAs go buy food somewhere and bring that back for the cast and crew. So you get fed while you're there. On so that definitely of, helps with... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And back in nineties, that was actually pretty good money back then. Yeah, no, ninety three, ninety four, ninety five. When I was doing, yeah, I mean, nine something an hour, and yeah. you're getting fed. Yeah, yeah, it was worth it. Of course, so now we're saying our age. For real. <laughs> so you you were on for two seasons. You said yes, all of season two, all of season three. Basically, when they brought Lord Zed on to be the head villain and got rid of Rita, that's me in the costume the whole time. Oh. There was. One day I was late to set because I woke up late and they back again back before cell phones. Yeah, 
I had no way to contact them. Hey, I'm running late. I'll be there, you know, 545. Well, they had to grab another extra that happened to be there and said, well, we need you to get in the makeup real quick. And I get there and they're like, oh, well, sorry. You know, you know, we had to fill you in. We didn't know what was going on. I said, well, is there anything else I can do? Like, well, we can put you in a putty costume because we had. A- uh Oh, you locked one of the putties to get in your costume. I mean, realistically, could I tell you what scene he did? I don't even know if whatever he filmed got used because from watching the show, I can tell when it's me. One, because, okay. well, I did. You did it. I remember the lines. I remember the scenes. <laughs> I have most of it. Um, but like a lot of times, like even just looking through pictures on the Internet. Well, the first season, it's a lot of stock footage from the old Japanese show. Unless someone's on location. And then they had to put somebody in the costume. And that happened a few episodes here and there. But basically, you know, season two, season three, it's me. And I can tell looking Very at cool. pictures, oh, yeah, that one's definitely me. That one's not. And it, it, it's I've kind of run into that a couple of times. Like when I do appearances at conventions, people want to promote me with pictures. And I'm like, you know, that's the original Japanese actor. That's not me. And they'll be like, oh, uh, oops. Who's going to Well, one question I want to ask, which I don't think. I've asked yet, or I haven't heard the story, but how did you get picked? And did you audition? Did you they just say, hey, we want you? All right. Um, I wish it was <laughs> that involved. Here is the the real story. I was taking acting classes in Orange County, California, and had a young woman in our class come in one day and said, Hey guys, I just signed up with this extra agency. They had actual agencies that handle the background and the extras for movies and TV. And she said, and they're looking for people that look like they're of high school age to be on this new show called Power Rangers. Okay. This was, I believe, a Tuesday. I went down Wednesday to sign up with the agency. They called me Wednesday night and said, we need you Thursday and Friday on set to do couple episodes of Power Rangers as an extra. Okay. Studio calls me and says, hey, do you want to be a regular extra? Or we need three kids to be in detention with Bulk and Skull. We need three kids that were They called them punks or bad kids. Mm. I said, I'll do that because that's something that I know if I get to be on the show, I'll know if there's only three of them, I should be able to see myself on TV. That was the goal. <laughs> So I get in, you know, I wear a denim jacket and, you know, kind of rip the jeans a little bit and work boots. Sitting in detention, but because I'm only in this, that detention scene, I'm not, they don't want the punk kids walking around the rest of the hallway. So I was sitting around most of the day. At one point, someone came out and said, hey, we need someone that's going to fit this costume for Babu. So we need someone that's about 5'9 with a size 10 shoe. They try it on one other kid first. He gets in it, and they're like, nah, no, it doesn't look like it It fits you right. Steve, why don't you try it on? Mm. Okay. I try the costume on. Zip it up. It feels pretty good. I can move around in it. It's not too tight. It's not too loose on me. They try the head on. Okay, the head looks good. They say, well, again, well. No glasses, no beard, high school kid, you know. Um, they said, well, how are you with makeup? I said, well, I've done theater before, so I've done stage makeup. But I'm okay with having makeup on. I said, okay, great. Um, we need you to shoot Tuesday. We'll give you a call Monday night to tell you where and when. 
Okay. Again, I tell you, you were basically going to be a Smurf on crack or anything. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. So again, I just found out. I just signed up. I've been on. I haven't watched the show. I have no idea what the show is, what it's about. I just know it's kid superheroes, and I'm going to be a monster. And that first scene was actually on location. We filmed at Zuma Beach. And as I was saying, that was a scene where Squat and I dig up the, the evil power coins that turned some of the putties into evil rangers, which never aired and never made it to the final cut. They wanted me there at 8 o'clock. I spent a little over an hour in makeup just for, and literally it was light blue from you know here to my lip line, dark blue here, red lipstick, a little bit of white around my eyes. That was it. it. Took an hour. Get on. We shoot the scene. You know, they tell me no, not that kind of monster. Funny, goofy. Okay, boom, <laughs> done. Three hours later, I'm done for the day. Already eaten. Got paid seventy five bucks for three hours worth of work. Not bad. Getting ready to leave. I'm in the trailer. I'm washing up, trying to wash all the blue makeup off as much of it as I can. I don't want to. You know, look like a smirk. Driving down the freeway. Yeah, no. And I said, guys, that was great. If you need me again for this monster, let me know. They're like, what are you talking about? I said, well, you know, I don't know if you need this monster or if there's other monsters you have in mind. They're like, no, this is a regular character on the show. You're it. <laughs> wow. So literally, then. I was in the right place at the right time. And you were the right size. Was, and I was the right size. So it was basically really just fell into place. You know, exactly. we keep hearing stories like this when people ask you how you got started. You, Mustafa Masa, um, Matt mm -hmm. Hawkins, and it's just like you keep hearing these people that are just in the right place at mm -hmm. the right time, right and time. it just there it is. It, it can be mind blowing at times because it's like just there, like, like she said, there it is. It, it is, <laughs> well, there it is. The most important ability is availability, yeah. And you have to make yourself available for something like that for exactly. sure. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I, again, I had a regular, you know, eight to five job. I didn't know how they were going to be about, Hey, you know, I need to take, I need to use sick days for this. I need to use my vacation time for this. They were all excited about it. They were happy with it. You know, when I got to be, Hey, you know, I'm taking an unpaid day. I got to go film. And they were like, okay, they were really cool about it until the, until not quite the very end. But when they were filming the movie, they filmed the movie in Australia. Well, they got very behind on filming. It ran way longer than they thought it was going to. So they started writing bigger parts for the monsters because they were having them film some scenes there for the TV show as well as doing the movie because they've got all these episodes they got to crank out. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they said, hey, we need you for two weeks straight. Now I'm out of vacation time. I'm out of sick time. I worked in the mail room file room at where I worked, well, the main file clerk was out on medical leave. The guy that was that helped me in the mailroom had a family emergency back east. He had to fly out for it. They said, you can't. We cannot have you. We can't let you leave. There's nobody here to fill in or to cover. And I'm like, yeah, but it's acting. Like I said, I'm not going to work in a mailroom <laughs> for the rest of my life. You know, I literally filmed the two weeks. I went back the, you know, to work the following Monday, walked in and went, here's my keys, here's my badge. I understand. And they're like, mm -hmm. you know, we don't, they're like, we don't want to do this. I said, I, I get it. You have to. I made a choice. You know, and I you know, I filmed for quite a few months more after that, thinking, 
hoping it was going to lead to something else. And I did audition for a lot of other things that never got picked for. I did some other extra work besides Power Rangers. Uh, I was a cop on Days of Our Lives for a couple of episodes. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I was an intern on ER for an episode. Oh, neat. That was the best. Uh, because do you ever get starstruck yourself? I'm thinking of, of I'm thinking of the cast of like ER, and I'm like I would be well, well okay. I would be on the gurney because I'd keep passing out in front of somebody. Well, guys. then you'll love you the story. I mean? So here it comes. The scene I'm filming. <laughs> it's a couple of years into the show, so not from day one. But who's the big star on ER? And George Clooney. George Clooney, of course. Yeah. So the scene I'm filming is with George Clooney. And Goose from Maverick, I'm just saying. Well, he was supposed to be the original star, but because he kind of got overshadowed by George Clooney. Which is okay. You know, that's okay. I'm yeah. all right with it. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people were. I don't know how happy he was with it. Well, well. I know. I'm sorry that he wasn't so, happy. But... The scene I'm filming... Uh, it's two interns, me and another guy. There's a kid laying in a hospital bed because George Clooney was the pediatric doctor at the hospital. And they said, George is going to come in. He's going to say a couple of lines to the kid. Then he's going to say, okay, boys, wheel him out. And that was our cue to push the bed out through the door, turn the corner into the hallway. They'd yell cut. I'd run him into so, the doorway in accident. They had us practicing <laughs> running him through the door. I could see them doing that. Oh, well, it, it happened. It does happen. Not mm -hmm. that... The stuff I that mean, happens if, on if George set, Clooney's standing there, I'm going to be watching yeah. George Clooney, and the poor person's going to get run into the doorway. I'm telling you right now, that's what happened. Well, so we practice moving the bed. Director says, "Okay, we're good." They call George Clooney. All right, call George on the set so we can film the scene. You know, he's in his dressing room doing whatever until until they need him. He comes out now. Besides the myself and the other gentleman extras, there's about ten other extras that are, you know, hanging out behind the camera because that's one of the perks of being an extra on a, a movie or TV show is you get to see how the movie's made. You get to see things you don't, most people don't see. You're behind the scenes. George Clooney comes out, I kid you not, walks up to everybody there. Hi, how you doing? George Clooney, what's your name? Hey, cool thing. Hey, thanks for coming down here. Hey, appreciate you coming. Said oh, hi to oh. everybody. Shook everybody's hand. Was talking and joking with him. Yes, that was me on Facts of Life, you know, however many years ago. It just proves to show that anybody can make it in this business. And and they were like, George, come on, man. It's time. We got to film the scene. Let's get going. So he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, nobody, he doesn't want to leave the fans. The fans are all like, this yeah. is the best thing in the world. I got paid to meet George Clooney. Yeah, you know, comes up to us. <laughs> The way this the scene was blocked, I'm at the head of the bed and the other gentleman's at the foot of the bed. Unfortunately for him, unfortunately for me. And the final cut, you can see like, well, I'll do it with this, my shoulder. That's about all you see of me. Oh, oh no. The guy at the end of the bed, George says, what was your name again? And I'm not going to remember, but I'm just going to say Brian. So he goes, okay. Instead of him saying, okay, boys, wheel him out. He says, okay, Brian, wheel him out. Oh. So, he, so you weren't even the there. It's like you were too. a ghost. And yeah. I'm like, interns need love too. <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm desperate. I'm like, come on, I need to see myself on screen. It was one shot where I'm in way in the background pushing like a supply cart across the hallway. I'm like, okay, if I, I okay, now I know I was there. Oh um, man, did a extra work for a movie called Panther, which was about the Black Panther movement in the early '70s. Directed by Mario mm -hmm. Van Peebles. 
great guy. Enjoyed enjoyed him very much. That's about the only thing I've done on camera that you get a good shot of me. And again, it was as an extra. Uh, there's a scene where I'm buying one of the red books from one of the Panthers, and just as he's delivering a line, is the was the timing of it all. So I mean, it's you know, it's a profile headshot of me for the whole you know for this scene. I'm like. See, I really do act. It really is me. <laughs> People go, I can't tell. Is that really you with the makeup? Yes, it's me. So you what? Like, you in my hair? Come on. What did you do when you weren't weren't acting then? I worked at the Anaheim Visitor and Convention Bureau. Basically, I worked in the mailroom of of the of the bureau. <laughs> I was going to say earlier, you said you didn't want to be a mailroom person for the rest yeah, of your no, life, and yet you're a mail was, person for the rest yeah, of your life. It was in the mailroom. <laughs> That's what I did then. That's what I was uh -huh. doing then. You want to know what I do now? Sure. Okay. Well, what I do now is I'm a heavy equipment operator at the oil and gas plants and chemical plants. Very cool. Basically, I run nice. heavy-duty forklifts. I can run a bobcat, a loader. So uh, do your coworkers know your acting past? And what yeah, do they think? Um, you know, I don't come in advertising from day one. Hey, guys, you're working with a celebrity now. No, but as I get to know people <laughs> yeah. and they start talking about stuff or they'll hear me on the phone talking about, oh, yeah, I got a, I got a, a show coming up. Or if I have to ask, hey, guys, I can't work this Saturday. I got a show. And they're like, you have a show. What are you doing? Oh, God, yeah, I haven't told you guys yet because I just started here two months ago. Yeah, this is me. And they're like, no. <laughs> the phone. Yeah, here's here's my banner at the booth. Here's me at the booth. Here's the you know. Yes, that was me. I did it for two years. So, how many more shows do you have left for this year? Um. Well, obviously, Beaumont is in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um. I can't. I haven't officially been announced, but there's a one day show I'm doing in December. I what? Until it's announced by the person. The person. Yep. Mm -hmm. Person. Yeah. So, Very cool. So I don't want to say anything about that one, but that hopefully will be coming soon. And I am trying to get into one more that's in mid to late November. That would be it for this year. So people who want to have you as a guest in their comic cons, how do they get a hold of you to do that? Um, they can contact me directly. Uh, my Facebook is just Steve Andrino. Mm -hmm. And so you don't get confused with my father, who oddly enough happens to have the same name. My little <laughs> character logo is a Babu Pog. So, I mean, it's it says Babu on there, but it's a cartoon version, so you know it's me. I do have uh, Instagram and Twitter, which are both at Babu Real, R-E-A-L. Um, okay. I tried Facebook. tagging you on Twitter earlier, but I couldn't. I can't either. No, that's in that. I should have typed in Babu. That's it. Yeah, it's. I to be honest, I'm really bad. I'm not great at social media. Um, I'm okay. I'm going on Facebook because it's. In, I, I don't have the time. I don't have the patience. I don't have you know. I work ten hour days. I'm up at you know. I'm at work at six, ready to work. So I'm getting up at four something in the morning. So by the time I get home, I'm just like, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. No, I just want to veg for a little bit and. And then get some sleep. So kind um, of on average, how have, many? I was say, sorry. Okay, I was like, I do have an Etsy store, mm -hmm. which, which is we did post monsters need love too, which is all one word. Uh, I do have the shirts available for sale there, fifteen dollars, mm -hmm. 
And I do have, if you can't make it out to any of the cons for whatever reason or wherever you live and you really want an autograph that badly, I can mail it out to you. I'll customize it. You know, I'll personalize it to you if you want anything in particular on it. I had one gentleman who ordered one who wanted the first line of Babu from the first episode. Which was what? All right. So you've seen in when they do the tra- you know, the opening credits after 10,000 years, I'm free. Rita breaking out of the, you know, the garbage can uh, dumpster, as they call the, day, the dumpster. Well, the first thing that Babu says to her is evilness. Let me help you. And then he goes, walk with me. Talk with me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's he was goofy. He was he was. So you were like a monster on LSD, like monster. Yeah, there you go. That was is that was that what we're looking at? Pretty much. No, CJ, I, I, I just saw. I just LSD. saw. Hold on. I just wait, saw. Man. I want to know CJ's LSD stories because she's opened that door. Like we knew all about it, so obviously we're opening the door. <laughs> I promise well, I'm you, I have because, never had it. I'm laughing because I saw Amy dancing while. Well, Steve was down there singing. <laughs> I'm to this conversation. I just don't think, you know, my nasally is super appealing. So I'm, you know, keeping it to myself. I'm enjoying it myself. Um, but no, I had to comment when CJ was like, you know, you were like, uh, oh, CJ, what did you say? You said something on LSD. And I was like, oh, oh monster my God. on LSD. Monster on LSD or Monster Meets Teletubbies. Yeah. Oh. They scared me. Now they those were scary. those were scary. Oh my gosh! Yes, they <laughs> and they're supposed to be for kids. I'm like, okay, kids, they. Te- oh. I watched a couple just to my kind of, you them. know, yeah. They stole a ball, and then he took the ball and he put it down, and he stole somebody else's TV. Put that down and sold somebody else. I'm like, what is this teaching kids exactly? Well, you know, yeah. now. And there's this creepy baby in the sun that's yeah. just laughing, and I'm just like. Well, were they on there, something when they t- made this and created it? Barney scared and this me. Weird, oh, Barney. Don't even get me started weird on Barney. custard that they eat. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, well, I mean, but yeah, that's I don't, just as weird as Mark Hamill drinks blue milk. <laughs> blue milk? What's well, blue milk? What? You've never heard of blue milk? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, man. Of you you need to go back to Star Wars. Blue milk is the drink that he drinks. You you really it's, gotta understand well, the blue milk concept. Yeah. What what I've got see? them all pretty much memorized in Star Wars, but or yeah, but I have no idea about the blue milk. Yeah, you'll understand it later. Oh, that okay. just doesn't sound appealing. Like no, no. almost as bad as hanging out with Barney. Like who hangs out with dinosaurs? Who lets their kids go hang out with a purple dinosaur? And if you notice there are not a lot Power of Rangers. Hello. there. The Power Rangers are dinosaurs. I mean, I I get that, but Star I'm just Wars. saying Barney was like, you know, huh? What is it? What did he say? I love you. You love me. No, I don't. I don't yeah. love you. Like, no. <laughs> I, there are a few characters yeah. that I really don't like. Barney is one of them. Um, the big, fat, the big fat jolly man that yeah. comes in December creeps me out. Um, really? Don't even get me started on that one. Oh yes, I can give you. Santa a Yes. Yeah, he's creepy. Santa. He's, He's a pedophile. He likes people. He wants kids to sit on their laps in order to tell them what they want. He spies on you because he knows when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. And he's kissing mom underneath the mistletoe. I'm telling you right now, he's a creepy dude out there. 
girlfriend, don't be ruining Santa for me. I get to be Santa. Don't be ruining Santa for me. That that was that just is very all wrong. kinds of wrong it's, and creepy. Know, I'm just telling very, you. That's very. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> Trevor I says, that. "I hate you." Yes, my super <laughs> hubby. Santa is awesome. I love me some Santa. He's jolly jolly with rosy cheeks. See what I get to deal with, Steve? But here's the thing. The original, you know, the Santa Claus, the Saint Nicholas. He was a know, good dude. And punched out another priest bishop. At yeah. one of yeah. the synods. Yeah, Santa I mean, got Rousey, man. He was yeah. just like, you want to say something? Let's go. You, you know? want a piece of me? I'll give you a piece of me. Yeah, Santa was a bit on the wild side. Oh, yes, guys. absolutely. I love Santa. Santa is oh. great. Wow. Santa is wrong. Wow. <laughs> what can be wrong with Santa? I mean, he's in a he's red, a white suit, black belt. He makes kids. Sit Where's on a hat? His lap to tell them what they want for Christmas. Otherwise, if they do, they get a candy cane. I'm sorry, that's like a pedophile. He's I mean, there, there knows when you guys, he knows when you're awake. So he's like this creepy right? spy thing. And tell her what we want, and then I'm ask just, for candy. Okay, no. I didn't do this. The next time I see her and she's sitting, I'm gonna go sit on her lap. <laughs> Like, DJ, I want a baby doll for Christmas. Can I have candy? gonna do it. Like, I'm gonna carry around a candy it's cane. It's Halloween, okay? We gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. It's Halloween. Why? Oh, there has been gosh. Silent Night, Dead the Night. So there's been a Santa horror movie. There has. Done. Yes. There has, man. It's and that creepy. one is it's creepy. That one is a creepy one, and I love Did it. Did you see the creepy. um Supernatural of when Santa came down? He was one no. creepy dude in Supernatural. <laughs> No. You gotta well, see that episode. That well, was you've got like, Krampus, who's kind of like the evil version yes. of Santa anyway. Yes. Oh, you know, yes. that one is on um Amazon. It's a series and it is fantastic. Really? Out there. How do we go from Babu to Santa Claus? I'm just—I uh, can't remember. I don't know well, how costume. you brought it up. I mean, they—they are both costume characters, so I uh, don't know how I did it. Oh, because we were talking about Barney and um, Teletubbies <laughs> and, and, and Santa Claus and and and. I love what about clowns, CJ. Oh, I'm okay with what about clowns. clowns. I'm okay with. You're clowns. okay with clowns. I'm okay, okay with clowns. Oh, I don't like spiders. I don't do spiders. Um. Yeah, the interesting. Okay, CJ, wait. Are you okay? Are you okay with the it clown? Uh, I don't Anyone think too well, so no. It's no, a clown, though. Much. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I like okay with the version clown. better. Yes. Yeah. The original, the original it. Oh my gosh, that oh. was so much oh, better. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was so much. Yeah, no. That's like the original. Tim Curry. Halloween's. <clears throat> yeah. Trevor wants oh. to know what your favorite mm -hmm. travel location was for shooting. Um. Okay. The we had a few. The ones that I went to, Castaic Lake was close to the studio, so that was kind of a popular outdoorsy thing. My favorite was the water treatment plant, which was actually a garden. It's a water treatment plant in LA. Is actually a beautiful botanical garden as well. Oh, and okay. Matt, I'm like mm, thinking. Yeah, and Matt, I know that's what I was saying. That's where we filmed the the Lantern episode where Squat and Babu steal um, Adam's 
family's lantern and turn it gets turned into a monster. Um, a lantern turns into a monster. You know the little little paper lanterns. They had, yeah. They turned anything into anything could be turned into a monster. I mean, it was. Yeah. It was whatever crazy story they could come up and with. People said I'm, my brain was messed up. That costume kind of looks like that. So, like one of the one of the other monsters I did an appearance for was called Octo Phantom. Why? Because it looked like an octopus but had an elephant trunk. So Octo Phant, and then went well, just sticking a lot. Comes up with these things. No idea. <laughs> it was it had to be at time and chicken, are they eating the brownies too much when they're writing or what? <laughs> but don't forget, they're working I don't off understand. of understand. She makes all these references. I'm telling you, CJ is a wild child. Like I'm just she says she's not, but I mean we, we've gone from we've gone from L S D to loaded brownies. Right. Oh my <laughs> god. Like, I'm just throwing it out there. Like I don't know if anyone's picking up on these or just me, but I'm I am innocent. I have to be drug tested for work. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm saying we should probably drug test CJ. Like, oh my god. <laughs> now a lot of people i don't know if they're supposed to or not but do you have anything from set that you're able to keep for like a souvenir i just said i didn't keep any of the actual the only souvenir i i didn't have any props like i just didn't so. have the bracelets or the coins or the morphers like the rangers did and some of them did keep it afterwards i didn't have i just wanted to keep all my sides and what they call the call sheets which just has, you know, basically, if you're on set the, the day before, they hand you a call sheet for the ne next day. This is who we need on set. These are the scenes we're filming. This is what time, location, if it's not at the studio. So I just kept that stuff. So I mean, I do have. A, I'm going to ask a oh, weird question I, just because curiosity wants to know, and curiosity tends to hit me upside the head. Um, did you, I mean, I'm a fangirl. I like a lot of stuff. I have no problem asking mm -hmm. for autographs. Did you ask any of the Power Rangers and other actors to autograph your sides and your other stuff? No, I never did then because I didn't know back then that com yeah. Comic-Cons were really a thing. We didn't, you know, had I known, maybe I would have. But when I did meet up with several of the actors, at the first the first con I did was in 2013 here in Houston for the now defunct Space City Con. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I ended up even being there as a guest was because I knew one of the gentlemen that put it on. He was actually uh, went to a church with me. My church was doing a, an oratorical festival, basically a little speech competition for the junior high school and high school age kids. Well, he, because he was doing the convention, he, as a reward for anybody that entered the competition, he gave him a free one-day pass to his con, which was coming up, you know. Very cool. Months. Well, he had a flyer already printed out with, you know, advertising the con, and these are some of the people that are going to be there. And it had a few bunch of the, a few of the actors I'd worked with. Um, it was Steve Cardenas, Cat um, Sutherland, Karen Ashley, um were the three that were on there and Jason David Franklin might have been on there too. And of course my kids hand that to me and I'm like, oh they know that I did the show. I'm like, oh yeah, I worked with her, I work with him, I work with him. And they're like, okay. And my older daughter goes back to him and says, Oh yeah, my dad no worked with this one and this one. And he's like, what do you mean he worked with them? Oh my dad was one of the monsters on the show. Really? Does he want to be at the convention? 
I mean, I, 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 I'd never even been to a Comic-Con at that point. I've been to like baseball card shows, but that was about it. So he says, well, I'll get you a table. I said, okay, well, that that's great. He goes, do you have anything you can use for pictures? And I'm like, I've got, you know, one of my first days on set, I brought a disposable camera to set and had the PA take some pictures. And I took some pictures of other people. And, but again, it was the set with the, with the monsters. It was in the moon base. So it was, you know, the Lord Zed costume and squat and Goldar and putties wasn't with any of the other actors, but I had a couple shots of myself, a group shot of me, squat and Finster, a shot of pretty much just me. And those are the shots that I use for my autographs. I was going to yeah. ask, is that because one of the ones that on I have? Yes. Yeah. That's the, that's, those are actual onset behind the scenes pictures that Very cool. if you didn't get it from me, you've never seen it before. Cause I don't, I don't even, mm. I try not to even post those pictures online except on my Etsy store, of course, cause you get to pick which picture you want for the autograph. But so that's how stuff many that shows no one else do, is going to have. How many shows do you ever on average do a year? Well, I did the one in 2013. Then I didn't do anything for a while. I did the Power Morphicon Express when I heard they were coming to Pasadena again and got in touch with them literally a couple of weeks before the show was going to be here. And again, they squeezed me in. Um, after that, I've only done like three or four other shows. I didn't get big into it. I should have gotten big into it right after the 2013. And mm -hmm. as much as I enjoyed it, I just didn't follow up on it. I didn't. You know, again, I saw how excited everybody was to meet the Rangers, and everyone's kind of like, "Oh, who are you?" Yeah, you know, I, some people were interested, obviously, and some are not, and that's fine. But I'm like, I don't know that this is lucrative, and I didn't know how it worked because I was invited last minute. You know, I didn't need a hotel. I, you know, I didn't know that the cons would fly out a celebrity and pay for <laughs> transportation and pay for a hotel and. Give them an appearance fee or a guarantee of how much they're going to. I never, you know, so I wasn't involved. I was just, I, I got, I knew a friend. And because I knew some of the people that he already booked as guests, he kind of squeezed in a table for me as well. And, you know, that seems and, to be a reoccurring theme for you lately. <laughs> it, it is. And, and my fellow actors were great. You know, oh my God, I haven't seen you. They were real happy to see me. And it, it was a good time. And, but I like, I could have, I should have followed up with them then a little bit more to try to start doing it, but I didn't. Well, then all of a sudden, you know, I, I had a bunch of pictures made specifically for the show. And then, you know, whatever ones I sold, I sold. Whatever ones I didn't sat around the house for years. Like I, My wife's like, what, what do you even have those? Why do you keep them? You're not going to do anything with them. Said, well, every now and then, if somebody at work, you know, asks if I've got one, I'll give them. I'll do one for them. Well, then I did. I heard about Paramorphicon Express. I got to that one. I used the same pictures that I had left over and did well at that. And then that's, that's when I'm like, you know. This is a, this is a big thing. This is bigger now, mm -hmm. and I see how and I see how long Rangers is still popular. I'm like, you know, I need to start doing this more. Um, I was reaching out to people, but I'm doing it as myself. I didn't have a booking agent, and I didn't get a lot of responses back from people. Well, I did get. I did eventually through you know one of my fellow actor alum Power Rangers alums get in touch with somebody that was trying. Book me for some things. I did get booked for a convention in Alabama in 2019, later in that year. Um, that one again was a first time show, did not do very well, and they didn't have one last year, and their website is now defunct, so I assume they're not doing them anymore. Mm. That was the only one I did what I would call an out-of-town show, and then 
my hometown of Dayton, Texas. You know, I was then at the end of 19, early 2020, COVID hit. So everything got shut down. So I'm like, great. Now that I'm ready to do this and nothing's happening again. Yeah. But my little country town of Dayton announced uh, back in November of last year that they were doing a convention here. And I'm thinking, you know, I've lived in Dayton for 15 years. And when I say it's country, I literally back up to woods. I'm in <laughs> town and I back up to woods and could get lost back there oh, yeah. if I veer mm-hmm. off in a certain direction. So I'm like, why are they doing the convention here? And they're doing it at, you know, our little Dayton community. So I'm going, this is, I, I, I laughed about it. Cause I'm, you know, I've gone to big hotels for conventions or, you know, the Pasadena convention center and Pasadena is pretty big. So I'm going, this is not gonna, I didn't think much about it. And then all of a sudden they're announcing it's- they have Booker T booked as a guest and then Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I'm going, well, okay, they've got, some names and I was a wrestling fan from the time I was, you know, I was like eight or nine years old. So I'm like, well, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can get the weekend off from work, get that Saturday off. And I called them and said, Hey, you know, do you guys still have room at the show? Would you want somebody? I'm local. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in town. So again, and I live literally less than 10 minutes away from where, you know, from the community center. And they're like, Oh yeah, great. Come on down. And I did that. And, the show, much to my surprise, was a huge success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did really well for Dayton. Did really well for the uh, the other celebrities as well as myself. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Well, at that show was where I met Scott. Yeah, Comic Con, yep. But I'm Comic Con. So I was taught he 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 approached me and asked if I wanted to be at the show. And I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. Didn't hear from him for a little while. And again, I reached out, hey, you know, we're getting kind of close to when your show is. Do you still want me there? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come on down. Come on down. You know, and, you know, I got the, you know, banner made last minute. You know. Mm-hmm. Again, I was a oh, yeah. last minute you know. off, off to the side a little bit next to Greg, which is <laughs> how I met, well, right. how I spent, yeah, you know, two days talking to Greg. And obviously, I met you from running the show. Mm-hmm. Saw Amy running around as Spider Gwen. And, um, <laughs> And then one thing led to Greg another, and me, yeah. Introduced me to some other people, and now I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. I'm, I'm in the process of trying to get officially signed with a new booking agent. Oh, good. You know, realistically, if I could do one or two shows a month, I'd love it. If I could do it every weekend, I would do it. <laughs> so for I those, really. we'll, we'll do one more hit on this. For those, for yeah. those who want to get a hold of you to book you, how do they book you until you get your booking agent? Easiest way is reach out to me on Facebook, which is just Steve Andrino, as it's spelled on the screen. And you'll see my profile picture is a little Babu cartoon. On Twitter, at Babu Real. On Instagram, at Babu Real. Cool. Or, and then you can go to your Etsy store to get your my Etsy Monsters store, Need Love 2. Monsters Need Love 2 to get a t-shirt yep. or, or an autograph that way as well, if you can't. Awesome. Find me at a con. What I will say to anybody that's watching it that would love to meet me at their local con, whatever city, state that's in. Most of the conventions on their webpage, they have, you know, contact us. They they want to know who you want to see as guests. Mm-hmm. If you guys, a bunch of you say, hey, we'd like Steve Andrino, Babu from Power Rangers to be a guest <laughs> of your show. He's a kick. You have to have yes. They might reach he out. will have you laughing Definitely. the whole time, I promise you. <laughs> Definitely. I'll try. Yeah. Hope I had you guys laughing for this one. 
Definitely. Oh, definitely. Well, I'm but, super excited to see you in Beaumont. Can't wait. Yes. An awesome Can't weekend. And to... see your lovely wife as well. Yes. My roots are showing. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he had no to look, hide his no, New York no looking, at, no looking at the mess. <laughs> no looking at the mess. Well, I said, I'm, I'm very – and like I said, I'm a fan too. I'm a super nerd. I was a nerd before I did Power Rangers. I'm still a nerd now. I always will be. But I'm a little different. I mean, I'm a huge gamer. Oh, you're was, original. I'm, you own that stuff. I have an original ColecoVision. Wow. 1982. Wow. I was nice. always into sports. Always a sports guy. Not that I can mm – -hmm. Play them very well, but I enjoy watching them. I used to be a baseball encyclopedia. I'm not a, anymore, but I'm still a huge sports fan. Uh, you know, I like sci-fi and fantasy movies, so I, I like a little bit of everything. You know, music. I'm crazy about music, so I Definitely. I've got a lot of knowledge about a lot of I've, I've got a little knowledge about a ton of different things. But I could talk Power Rangers for hours just because. There you go. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you for taking this hour to enjoy yes. talking to you. And like I said, no. I can't wait for Beaumont Comic Con to catch up me. to you guys again. Yes. And so those who are in the area, I will be at Tyler Comic Con next weekend. Me and Super Hubby and Chief and Sarge will be joining cool. us. And, and next Tuesday, Beaumont. next Tuesday, we have Meg Halfdahl, author, yes. horror author and all yes. things. Of course, mm -hmm. it's Spooktober. And then, <laughs> and then after that, we have Ghost Talk with Psychic Medium, Elizabeth Harbin, and she'll be bringing her partner, Dr. Chuck Murphy, and we're going to be finding out some really interesting stuff about ghost hunts. So we're definitely looking forward to next week. All righty. Well, everyone, we'll see you all next Tuesday at 11. Adios. Thank you, guys.